0: evening to you on Fellowship Day 279, it's a much shorter introduction talk, blether, blab (laughs) than usual, I've uh, blown my own trumpet here but I was pleasantly surprised to recently be awarded the Institute of Chemical Engineers Hansen Medal uh, and that was essentially for an article I contributed to the Chemical Engineer Magazine. When I originally wrote it, I turned it into a podcast for my uh, other podcast, the Pre-Site podcast, to do with safety and thinking in the long term. So given that on this podcast, I've spoken about safety and looking after those in your care as a leader on one of the previous episodes, I thought I would share and cross post the podcast version of this article that's now won the award. So without further ado and hearing me speak in my uh, pre-site podcast voice from a couple of years back, please do enjoy this audio essay on long-term thinking and safety called All the Dominoes Fall. Take care and I'll see you soon for another full episode of the Read Indeed podcast. Media reports, official incident reports. These give us a clear sense of the consequences of an accident in the short term. But what they don't do well, what all of us don't do very well, is to consider the consequences of an accident that only play out in the very long term. Hey, this is Mark Reed from Pre Site Safety, and you're listening to the pre-site podcast. On the programme today, I'm sharing with you an audio essay based on a written piece that we originally published in the October 2020 edition of the Chemical Engineer magazine. So first and foremost, before I get into what the piece is and what it was about, I want to thank the editor at the Chemical Engineer magazine, Adam Duckett, who wasn't only kind enough to sit on a video call with me and listen to the idea behind the article, but was patient enough to see that through when my young daughter, toddler of about one and a half at the time, decided it was a good idea during that call to pick up every object she could find and throw it at the laptop. So from Adam's end, it must have sounded like chaos incarnate. My dulcet Glasgow tones were trying to get this idea across while my daughter was trying her very best to disrupt that call and break the laptop. So Adam, thanks to you. Um, for listening to the idea, wanting to take it forward for the magazine and um, you know letting my daughter raise hell. Thanks very much for all of that. So back to this article. When um, I was first thinking about this, this was an idea that was a few years in the making and it had to be a few years in the making because the realisation behind this only came when I started giving lectures on... My father's experience of being one of the 61 survivors from the 1988 Piper Alpha oil rig disaster. You know, and in the process of doing that, looking at some of the science behind the accidents, the science behind the mental struggles of those who survived, and having conversations not just with my science colleagues but professional safety colleagues, it became very clear very quickly that there was some concepts around long-term thinking that haven't really featured heavily in process safety or broader safety literature. Now, everything we hear today on the podcast is really the beginning of a discussion. So if you know anything to the contrary, please do let me and let us know because we'd love to feature it. But what we've brought together um, in this article is really, when it boils down to a call to arms, a starting point for us all to think about how we can bring long-term thinking into the safety community and our safety practices more forthrightly than they are at the moment. So, without further ado, I'm at least going to paraphrase, but try to read the article as it was written so that you can see what you think. The article is called All the dominoes fall. In the autumn of 2011, a light wind carried my father's ashes from my fingertips into the sea. It was the cold, bitter end to a long battle waged against post traumatic stress. And long before alcohol claimed him, my late father had survived one of the worst process safety disasters the world has ever known. On the 6th of July 1988, over 20 years before his death, he was working aboard the Piper Alpha oil rig when it exploded in the North Sea. The accident killed 167 men and left just 61 survivors. Aged 25, Mark Archibald Reed jumped from a burning helipad and succumbed to the horrors, aged 48. But it wasn't until 30 years after the accident when I got the chance to speak to an audience about this story that I noticed something profound. Something beyond Piper Alpha, beyond my father, beyond me. Through the kind and captured gaze of the crowd to whom I spoke, I saw that I was filling their heads with a missing piece of the safety puzzle. My painfully personal connection to one survivor of a process safety failure has in turn inspired a new perspective on how we might improve safety culture and chemistry on both the small and large scales. While media and incident reports provide a focus on consequences of accidents in the short term, we do not tend to consider the consequences in the long term. And in my view, the rarity of looking at the long term moral implications of an accident might be related to what happens when you tell a young child to sacrifice one marshmallow now for the promise of of two marshmallows later. Short-term thinking is a long-term challenge. A now infamous psychology experiment at Stanford University in the 1970s asked what would become of children who could resist the urge for the instant gratification of one marshmallow immediately and instead be rewarded with two marshmallows later. Increasingly sophisticated versions of this experiment have shown that individuals and companies who are able to think of longer term rewards over short term immediate gains are more successful. In a related line of thought, consider the following options. You can have $50 right after reading or listening to this article, or $60 next month. Which would you prefer? Or, you can have $50 12 months from now or $60 13 months from now. What's your choice? Whatever the case, you probably found your first decision was harder than the second. Many people prefer the instantaneous reward of $50 now versus $60 in a month's time. In the short term, right now versus one month from now, seems comparatively distant and not worth the pain of waiting for the extra $10. But when it comes to $50 in 12 months, or $60 in 13 months, well, you've waited a whole 12 months already. One more month won't hurt, right? Such psychological studies have revealed that longer-term thinking patterns lead to more investment in the future and reduced risk-taking. On the basis of construal-level theory, the more distant an event is in time, the more likely it is to be viewed vaguely and abstractly. When it comes to envisaging vivid details it's harder for our minds to do this for distant events than for near future events as behavioral psychologist dan gilbert said about the future of humanity quote if we are not here in 10,000 years it is because we underestimated the odds of our future pains and overestimated the value of our present pleasures end quote In the practice of process safety, we plan to maintain the pleasures of our work by preventing future pains. But how far in time does this gaze actually extend? Safety tools capture short-term effects. There are several conceptual risk-based frameworks used to understand the additive nature of events before and after a major accident. However, there is no clear framework that encourages people to look past the immediacy of the events before and after an accident. Before we get to that, let's look at two complementary tools that together capture the causes and consequences of surrounding The short term timeline of a major accident. The Swiss Cheese Model. Perhaps the most famous risk based safety model for conceptualising pre accident events is James Reason's Swiss Cheese Model. Here, the preventative barriers in place to prevent an accident are represented by thin slices of cheese. The more slices of cheese, the more layers of protection we have, and the lower the risk of a major accident taking place. The holes in each layer of this conceptual cheese represent the unlikely cases in which an event could penetrate the first layer of protection and increase the risk of an accident occurring. With several slices of cheese stacked together, it should be highly unlikely for holes across all slices of cheese to align and present a clear path towards disaster. It is nonetheless these very unlikely alignments of holes in cheese that lead to disasters like Piper Alpha and myriad reported process safety failures that fill chemical engineering textbooks. The Swiss cheese model does not necessarily assume that if one barrier fails, all other protective barriers will fail too. Having said this, protective barriers can fail in succession. The Swiss cheese model is also flexible, and it is not particular to large-scale accidents and can also apply in small-scale chemical research laboratories or in the practice of medicine. So if holes in cheese help our understanding of events occurring before an accident, how is it we grasp what can happen after an accident? We go from layers of cheese to stacks of dominoes. The domino effect. The domino effect is used to describe the cascade-style action at risk of occurring immediately after an accident. It focuses on the impact and quantifiable likelihood of secondary asset or equipment damage being caused by the initial accident. If the accident itself is the flick of your finger as it crashes into the first domino, the secondary damage lies in all the dominoes that fall, each colliding with the one behind itself. It's a concept that is directly applicable to the events occurring in series after the first explosion aboard Piper Alpha. All told, four consecutive blasts engulfed the platform in under two hours. Far more recently, on the 4th of August 2020, the colossal ammonium nitrate explosion at the port facility in Beirut, Lebanon, destroyed a nearby grain store and surrounding infrastructure over a 10-kilometre radius. These examples show very clearly what can happen beyond the epicentre of a major accident. While the domino effect is a well-established theory that does an extraordinary job of assessing the risks to assets on densely-packed manufacturing sites, it does not consider the long-term moral costs of accidents, nor in balance was that concept ever designed for that purpose. Alongside shorter-term considerations framed by the Swiss cheese model and the domino effect, there is the opportunity to introduce a complementary domino-style concept that serves to stimulate a longer-term view of accidents. From the dust of my father's remains, there is a way to provide motivation for people to make all possible protective safety arrangements, keeping the dim and distant long-term risks in the front of our minds. The Domino Fallacy. Looking beyond the first to see the others that fall behind. The effects of an accident like Piper Alpha can carry on through time, long after the initial accident and long after the mainstream media has moved on. The aches, the pains, the mental struggles, all fall like dominoes, one after the other, all after the first domino falls on the day of the disaster. When an accident is reported, it can be compared to, to looking at a domino square in the face. We can stand face to face with a domino and analyse the details, the defects, and numbers engraved on its surface. Only by looking sideways, by peering forward beyond the immediacy of the most obvious view, can we see what happens after the first domino falls. This is what I am calling... The domino fallacy. The tendency to forget or fail to account for the long-term moral costs of an accident whose short-term impact is clearly documented. In the case of my father, his escape from Piper Alpha was simply the first domino to fall. Behind the newspaper were the details of of the event lay the unheard trauma of a family life forever changed by an inferno. The educational details would only become clear over decades, not days. In an accident scenario, the other dominoes falling after the first might be the struggles of recovering from physical injury, the mental anguish of reliving the horrors, the strain placed on family and friends. Every process safety disaster has such untold stories tied to it. Accidents outside the realm of oil and gas or large-scale chemical manufacturing are no different. In any accident, after the first domino tips over, all the dominoes fall. But are we using this point to its full potential? Or are we still choosing to eat one marshmallow now, rather than waiting on the reward of two marshmallows later? Where can we find the substance behind the domino fallacy? A broader look at chemical manufacturing disasters. The preventable disaster of Piper Alpha does not stand alone. One Process Safety Review collated 70 major accidents across 30 countries in the period from 1998 to 2015. A broader perspective is given by the Centre of Research on the Epidemiology of Disasters, or CRED. Since 1901, the database has captured over 1,200 disasters involving chemical spills, fires, gas leaks or explosions. All recorded worldwide. In the last decade alone over 180 chemical related disasters have led to the deaths of nearly 6,000 people. The number of injuries is nearly three times the fatalities. The conservative estimate of the number of people affected by those accidents stands at over 120,000. Moreover, the CRED Only includes disasters above a minimum threshold of people involved in a particular accident, the full picture is likely much bigger and darker. Inside the numbers affected statistics lie the dominoes that have fallen behind the first. These are the stories we have not read and cannot yet use in the improvement of process safety. Lab level safety concerns. The large scale safety concerns in chemical manufacturing also manifest on the small scale. Whilst industrial chemistry suffers many safety challenges, these sites are generally held to a higher standard of safety practice than academic laboratories. A series of university chemistry lab incidents have highlighted challenges in lab safety culture the world over, and I give you three examples here. The first, in 2016, Thea Ekins-Coward, a visiting student at Hawaii University, lost an arm as a result of a compressed gas cylinder explosion. She had not been appropriately trained for working with such units, Whilst the likely cause was thought to be a static electrical ignition, an independent report cited a deep lack of safety culture as a core issue at the institution. As a second example in China, a hydrogen leak led to an explosion which seriously injured and subsequently killed researcher Meng Jian at Tianhua University. He was working alone. In this case... struggle to balance research budgets with funding for adequately up-to-date and safe equipment was highlighted. In the third and final example, perhaps one of the best known cases of chemistry lab safety failure occurred in 2008 when Sherry Sanji died in a lab fire in UCLA in the United States. Sanji, just 23 years old at the time, used a highly pyrophoric chemical in an unsafe manner and with insufficient protective equipment. She died in hospital from her burn injuries. Her lab supervisor was never charged, but the 10-year legal saga cost approximately 9 million US dollars in legal fees. But if these lab accidents each represent just the first domino to fall, What of the other dominoes now falling over the longer term? What of Thea, whose career has been stunted by the loss of her arm? What of Sherry and Meng's families who now mourn the loss of their talented children? 20 years from now, on the same timeline as my father's demise, what will be the last domino to fall for them? call to arms. Beyond the melancholy of my father's story and the demise of Piper Alpha, there is the opportunity to show that a safety failure is far more than a single point in time. The moral impact of an accident extends over many months and years and far beyond the reported fallout of the original event. To make use of this fact, we are challenged to overcome the temptations of short-term thinking. It's easier to remember the past than to imagine the possible details of a grim future. How can you bring a long-term perspective to process safety? So that's the, the main article reading over. You can find the written version of All the Dominoes Fall at the link in the description below. Uh, and if you go there you'll see several supporting features that haven't come through in the audio essay. Um, First and foremost you'll see some supporting figures. So up front there's uh, an image of my father in the hospital recovering from his burn injuries and you see him adjacent to uh, two of his colleagues who also survived the disaster. Um, It's a strange image actually and before I go on to mention other things it's there was a, a story behind the image that you'll see in that written piece where I, until I'd wrote my very first article on Piper Alpha and, and safety um, in 2018 during the 30th anniversary reflections on Piper Alpha, um, that I'd ever come across this first figure. And it was because after I had written a piece for the Scotsman, some people at energy voice magazine contacted me to do a follow-up interview on that article and when they were looking for uh, various images to to put in their own piece for energy voice they'd come across one in their archive of my dad and it's the one that you see in all the dominoes fall and oh man um i'm sort of winging this here but when i first saw that as I'd written back to the guys at Energy Voice, it felt like it felt like I was taking all the memories and all the stories that my father had shared and just taking them out of my head and putting them in my hands. It was just the most tangible thing I had seen of this young guy in his, 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 really his, his mid-twenties, a kid, having gone through something like that. And before then, the only images I'd ever had of my dad was this so, older guy struggling or you know how the the upbeat uh, fun loving dad that he was when he could be and seeing that early image of him in the hospital just really put a fuller perspective on it even for me as, as this guy's son um, but that's the first figure in the paper the other things that you'll see in the written piece are a figure to support the description of the Swiss cheese model, so you can see that in a labelled format. And the other figure that you'll see is to illustrate this domino effect, this short-term model for what can happen to buildings and assets after an accident. And, it, and it's this horrific aerial image showing the epicentre of the ammonium nitrate explosion and the the radius of disastrous damage that was done emanating out from that centre point, it shows very, very clearly this domino, domino effect in that the thing at the heart of an explosion is really the only thing that gets damaged. And you can see the, the buildings and, you know, the buildings, the port, the domestic housing, all destroyed within the immediate vicinity of the ammonium nitrate explosion the other thing that you'll see at the bottom of the article is some elements of further reading, um, some links to earlier things that I've written more specifically about Piper Alpha in more depth and some of the psychological literature on long term thinking um, so we've brought all of that together for you here and you know as I'd opened This is one of our many forays into looking at the long-term effects of accidents Um, and I'll share more about that on another episode. But for now, thanks again for joining me on today's programme. I hope that you're going away from this with some thoughts that will linger past the short term and will get you thinking about how we in the process safety community can bring long-term thinking to our safety practices. If you want to get in touch, give us some feedback or add your thoughts to this or ask any questions. Best place to do that is to uh, contact us through the Pre-Site Safety website. That's at pre-site-safety.co, pre-site-safety.co, where you'll find the means by which to contact me, contact the team, and to look at our collection of other publications in this space and other podcasts and interviews such as the one that you're listening to just now. So thanks again and we'll see you again very soon.